What's up, my podcast listeners? This is a flashback Friday episode to episode 280, where I go over this whole concept of prerequisites when it comes to exercise. Wanted to bring this back because I feel that I still see a lot of people skipping steps when it comes to training, and this episode is going to shed some light on that topic. So without further ado, here I go. Episode 280. All right, today's topic, I'm going to start kind of shying away from like bigger picture stuff and start going into some specifics because I think that's what most people want and want to hear. Um, And this concept I want to talk about is prerequisites when it comes to training. So when it comes to fitness and health, especially in the fat loss community, People get so gung-ho on YouTube videos, Instagram videos, Facebook videos of like six fat-blasting core exercises that you should be doing daily. Then I watch these videos because I'm always curious to like what these other experts, experts. By the way, if anyone online starts using the tagline of like they're an expert or they are a guru, you should like steer clear of those people because most of the time they have no idea what they're talking about and they just use that tagline and title for people that are naive and think that just because someone says that, that they're an expert. And I've never once said I'm an expert because I'm not, I'm always learning. I think when I'm in my 60s, I will still not call myself an expert. Um, So you watch these videos and a lot of times like because people want a six pack, because people want a flat stomach, they want X, Y, and Z. There's always these core, core blasting workouts that like they blow my mind because you look at them, it's done by usually a really fit woman that's really good looking in her early 20s and wearing a sports bra and really, really tight leggings. And it's a chance to show off her body and show off what she can do, what she thinks is a hardcore workout. And then you get, you know, the general population of, you know, Sally Sue, mom of three that wants to lose like 40 pounds and has zero core because she's probably has some pelvic floor issues, probably hasn't worked out in a decade, and then watches this video and goes, oh, that's what I need to do in order to get a flat tummy and solve all my problems when it comes to fitness and health. No. Like, most of these, like, videos I see, the exercises are things I've never seen before. Like, so obviously this person just, like, made shit up that targets their abs, that makes it hard, and then you're expecting that other people in internet land that are everyday Joes that don't live a lifestyle where they've been fit their entire lives, they drink a green smoothie every single day, and yeah, like going on tangents now, but that's what people see. They think like, okay, that's what, you know, a hard core core exercise workout routine is and that's what I should be doing and then they start doing this and they're like on their backs doing some sort of crunch like variation that like I've never seen before 
and requires a lot of core strength and this average person is like cranking on their neck trying to get themselves up they're flopping their legs everywhere and then their low back hurts like they do not have the prerequisites in order to do something like that another thing that bugs me in the fitness industry is like there's this huge like movement community right so there's a lot of people out there that are super flexible and love to post videos of them demonstrating their flexibility and then there's people that will show off like how they can do handstand push-ups and handstands and again average joe that might be a little fitter a little bit more intermediate they've been going to the gym consistently and they see that because handstand push-ups were the wad of the day they're like oh fuck that's what i want to do i want to be able to do handstand push-ups then they go on youtube and find how to do handstand push-ups and the first progression is you know you go over there to the wall you flip your entire body weight onto your small little wrist joint and you just hang out there and hope for the best. No. If someone's wrist extension looks like this, and for those who are watching, like, like this, and then you're throwing yourself into a handstand position to practice that movement, when you don't have the prerequisites when it comes to just wrist mobility, like, that's just idiotic. Like that's an injury just waiting to happen. And then there's people out there in like the powerlifting community or the people that think they're powerlifters and they start giving advice about the squat, bench, and deadlift. And then again, that intermediate lifter or fitness enthusiast goes on to YouTube and wants to learn how to do a front a front barbell front squat and then again it goes back to like do they have enough wrist extension do they have enough ankle dorsiflexion to actually squat that way without looking like a melted candle or performing some weird acrobatic type of front squat probably not like do you see where i'm kind of going with this like all the stuff you see online that kind of looks cool to do in the gym 99% of the time, you, the listener, you, the viewer, probably don't have the prerequisites in order to do that. All you're doing is hitting a square peg in a round hole constantly until something gives and something chips off, something breaks, and now you're left with a hamstring strain, wrist strain, whatever, through your low back out, and now you're in that rehab and treatment phase there is a progression for every single exercise and you need to find where you're at and this comes down to like getting a good thorough assessment like why not go to a medical professional like a chiropractor or physiotherapist and you tell them straight up my goal is to be able to barbell deadlift off the floor do a front rack position for the front squat doing handstand push-ups and these crazy ass core exercises Does my body have what it takes to do that? 99% of the time, it's no. But as long as you get a thorough assessment done by a medical professional or a fitness coach that understands his or her shit, now you have a better baseline of where you need to get at. Whew, really getting after this one. 
So it blows my mind where people will throw on external load on a movement pattern that they don't even control yet. The general population sits like 90% of the day and then they sign up to a gym where the water of the day is barbell snatches, barbell front squats, handstand push-ups for 100 reps each. You're throwing external load when internally that individual doesn't have full control and motor control of their joints. Why not teach them how to move and stabilize their joints before throwing external load on the tissue that's gonna like get to a certain point where your body goes, fuck this, I'm gonna let go and now you're injured, <laughs> right? It blows my mind that people get to that training position, right? So when they do injure themselves, they go back to the rehab stage where they get treatment from chirophysio and they get them back to their shitty performance level where they were before, and then they go back to the gym, try to do the same shit that they're not prepared for, and it's this vicious cycle. When in reality, it's like, why not improve the stuff you already have in order to do that fancy stuff? Like I say this to every single client I train, the way I look at training is like if you started karate or any kind of martial arts, you sign up and you they give you a white belt they don't give you a black belt right off the bat, right? Like it's common sense. But when it comes to training, it's like, no, like straight up, give me the black belt, I can do it. When you don't even know if you actually have what it takes to be able to do those things, right? A lot of people want to be able to deep squat, but maybe their anatomy, their hip structure just will never allow them to actually do it, right? How do you know if you have deep enough hip sockets to deep squat? You gotta get through a thorough assessment to figure this stuff out. But it blows my mind when people want to constantly push the envelope and do stuff that their body's not prepared to do. And this is where injury comes in. So when I see trainers in public gyms or online getting their own clients to do stuff that I can physically see that they're not supposed to be doing, like you're, let's go a bigger picture. If I had to ask any coach listening or any coach in the world, what is your number one priority as a coach training somebody? Like, answer that question to yourself right now before I give what I think it should be. 100%, your number one priority when training clients is to do no harm. And if that sounds familiar to you, it's because every medical doctor in the history of the world runs by that principle, do no harm. If you know that you're going to you're working with a patient that has this condition and you know that if you give them this drug that might help them in the short term but long term it's going to destroy their liver their lungs and every other organ that's vital then you're going against your principles and your integrity as a coach if you know that this 
plyometric lunge with the BOSU ball underneath your foot is probably pretty dangerous, but it looked cool on Instagram when you watched it. Now you want all your clients to do it. You are going against the like bigger picture of what a coach is. Keep people safe. Move, get them to move better. Learn, teach them how to really control every movement that they're doing so then they have enough practice that when you want to eventually do that circus stuff, there's not going to be any room for error. Like, it's so simple, but people look beyond the basics because it's boring. But that's where true progression comes in. I'm going to stop there because I could go on for like an hour on this topic, but to kind of wrap it up, ask yourself this question. Do I have the prerequisites to do every exercise I'm doing right now? Do my clients have the prerequisites to do every exercise that I program for them? Have I even done an assessment on my clients? Like these are the questions you need to ask yourself and take the time to really evaluate what you're doing, if it's actually progressing you to your goal. So that's it for me, you guys. You guys are amazing. Thank you for listening to me ramble on. And for those who are watching, somehow not be disgusted by my mustache. So hit the show notes. Click the link to add me on Facebook. I'd love to connect. Check out the link to get 50% off on my ebook, The Ironclad Body Training System for Black Friday. Share this podcast with your friends and family. Give me a five-star rating. You guys are amazing. That's it for me. Until next time.